Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, I will be rambling about silly little arguments we get into with others, and I'm pulling back the curtains on the recent scuffle, kerfuffle, disagreement, if you will, with my significant other, and uh, yeah, I'll let you guys sort of uh, come up with your own conclusions it's a small thing it's not you know it's not a fundamental like we weren't fighting on something that is like fundamentally valuable to our cores or our principles so that's why i feel comfortable sharing it now for those unfamiliar this series uh which are pretty much just called ramble episodes ramble asmrs they are as evident by the name of the series episodes where i just start to ramble about a topic or a set of topics and I go on and on and it, you know sometimes it makes sense sometimes it doesn't I don't know you be the judge if you like it or not so here's a setup okay for this little argument so like I said I'm gonna peel back push back pull back the curtain whatever the right phrase is now let me set this up so I'm listening to a podcast with my significant other. We are listening to a podcast together. Uh, and during the podcast, the host was talking about some of the most expensive pieces of art ever purchased. And among them was a piece by some artist somewhere. Sorry, I wasn't totally following along. And anyway, it was worth approximately $20 million. Now, the host at that point made something. He made some seething comment, something to the effect of, you know, you're telling me you can't donate all that money to charity or solve world hunger with that money. Um, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, how can a single piece of anything be worth $20 million? I can't even conceptualize in my head how much money that actually is. Think of mansions being worth that much money, but for a single piece of art that goes inside your house, your, your home, I mean... How much is your home worth? Is there any chance that that piece of art is actually more expensive than the house itself? You know, it's amazing for me to even think of having that much money available just to spend on one single item. You could own outright multiple homes, multiple cars, travel forever. I mean, it's it's nuts to consider it. I was actually watching a YouTube video. There's um, the guy from Million Dollar Listing, New York. I think his first name is Ryan. I forget his last name. It's something like 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 Seahart or something like that. I think it's Ryan. Um, anyway, he was touring a, I think it was a $100 million mega mansion, uh, actually in California. And um, the, the real estate agent and him, they were sort of having a discussion about how some people, some, you know, ultra wealthy billionaires will... Um, buy a home that's maybe worth, you know, $20 million, and then they buy a yacht that's worth, like, $100 million. Something something insane like that. So they're talking about how it really makes more sense the other way. It's like you want to buy a $100 million home and a $20 million yacht. I guess during that time I'm thinking, I mean, if you have that much money to spend, then it probably doesn't really matter that much to you. You know, it's like... Which is, like, blowing my mind. Um, yeah. He's got a, a pretty good uh, YouTube channel from what I've seen. This guy, Ryan, it's like, 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 Seer Harder or something like that. 
and um, crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, regressing back to what started this disagreement. Now, um, so to, to the rhetorical question posed by the podcast host, I rhetorically replied, knowing full well he wasn't going to reply back, but I replied out loud saying, well, this is my response. Well, presumably this guy makes six figures, and I'm referring now to the podcast host. So part of my point is, look, it's dumb, in my opinion, and irresponsible. Most people would agree, I think, to spend that much money on a single piece of art under any circumstances. But look, if this guy, who is a successful podcaster, and I know he's successful based on um, the volume of sponsors he has for his podcast, uh, he has also another media like TV, YouTube, so on and so forth. And this guy owns a home in Los Angeles. Uh, presumably a very expensive home. Because, I mean, are they making anything different in Los Angeles? I mean, this guy has a podcast recording studio, a professional studio set up in his basement. So I kind of turn around and I ask, well, if you're making all this money, are you doing your part to fight the causes that you care for? You know, so here's where things get a little bit tricky, right? I'm asking this question not knowing the answer. And I don't pretend to know whether this guy is charitable or not. My larger point is I don't believe in people telling others how to live their lives. And I think it's really easy to create these scenarios where others should be better, more charitable, um, but they themselves don't actually contribute or impact the things that they care about. And and I, I, I believe in this idea of living where where, yes, we should expect great things from great people and people with a lot of resources. But I, I think first and foremost, we should always look inwards and say to ourselves, you know, am, am, rather than me complaining about what someone else has more resources than me is doing, why don't I take, you know, I have my time available on the weekends to contribute to something I care about. I have some disposable income. Uh, maybe it's not a lot. Maybe, you know, for some people, maybe it's only $10 uh, uh, a year. For some people, maybe it's $1,000 a month. Who knows what it is? But I prefer, you know, again, this is this is, this is is not me uh, telling people how to live. This is my personal take on this is I, I try to first do the things that I can do to impact the things I care about before I start demanding other people care about the things I care about and do something about it. So my significant other, she responds by saying, it's always stupid to spend that much money on something as stupid as art, right? Like $20 million in art. And I reply by saying, you know, that's fair enough. I get why we think that's the case. But what if the same person who bought $20 million in art also gave away $20 million in charity or, or a cause they care for? You know, and again, my point is it's easy to point the finger, but what are we doing to make things better? And and again, look, my point is not that buying art that is worth that much money is worth it or justified. My point is, you know, we live in a free country, the United States. So A, people can and for the most part do as they please with what they earn and and, and what they're worth, and B, rather than lamenting what others fail to do, we should all adopt an attitude of trying to give back and do the best job we can to impact the things that we care about. You know, it was a small disagreement, 
we understood each other's positions, but we didn't really finalize on it. Curious to know what your thoughts and opinions are on that one. Another recent scuffle, but with family, went like this. This was like last week. So my aunt, aunt, aunt. I've noticed that some people say aunt. Some people say aunt. I say aunt because I don't want to think of my family member as a little insect. My aunt had a procedure done. Now, this procedure was not life-threatening, but it was something serious. And she had to take a week, uh, excuse me, she had to take a week off of work for it. Maybe two weeks, actually. Or she has to, because she's just taken uh, a week, and she might be taking a second week off now. Um, and it was painful, the recovery process, as I understand it. So, look, you have my sympathy. I go visit. Her siblings went to visit her. My mother helped her out uh, with the day-to-days over the past week. Great. But here's what annoyed me. My other aunt, so one of the sisters of the aunt that I mentioned had surgery, was with her in the hospital. So one of my, uh, one of my, one of her sisters was with her, uh, with her in the hospital pre and post op, and basically was with her for the last. She's basically with her for the 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 two or three days she was in the hospital because she, after after the uh, surgery she was there just being monitored. Um, you know, my aunt then, the one who stayed with my other aunt that had surgery, came by to check out, to check on her sister two days after she had returned home. So again, my aunt has surgery. Her sister, my other aunt, is with her for basically two or three days nonstop before and after the surgery while she's in the hospital. Um, and then finally, her sister, two days after she had returned home, had went to go visit her to see how her sister was doing um now my aunt that had surgery was very annoyed with her sister because she claimed she didn't care about her and had not checked up on her over the past couple of days her sister in my opinion understandably was upset and said so is this what have you done for me lately Didn't I take off two days to be with you during pre and post-op? I do have to work. I have other things I need to tend to. My aunt that had surgery was upset with her sister and actually made a comment to me to the effect of, can you believe that lady? And I said to her, honestly, I said, I think you were harsh. I understand you're recovering, uh, but you have a couple of people here available to help you out. She was there with you during the whole process. I don't think you should have gotten so upset with her. Uh, My aunt that had surgery turns at me and then gets mad at me for telling her this. I didn't fight back. I just said, okay, it's still my opinion. You know, and that made the rest of the night awkward. And when I left, it was kind of tense. You know, so again, to conclude, I mean, you have... A family member take three days, two two or three days, basically off work, pausing their life to spend time at a hospital with her sister. In my opinion, a very selfless act. And then just because, um, just because she didn't go uh, over the day she returned home or the day after she had returned home from the hospital, you know, she was upset at her. I think it's just nearsighted. I think we should be 
you know, I, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, I think she should have just been thankful that a she had, she had like three or four people basically available to help her, including her mom, my aunt. You know, I mean, her mom is available. Her her father still. I mean, you know, she has both of her parents available, willing to help her out. I mean, they were, you know, they she spent uh, that time in their home afterwards so that they could help look look after her and and help her with basic things. Um. But then, you know, to sort of, again, make matters even kind of sillier is she's getting mad at me for simply expressing my opinion and saying, I think you were harsh. I understand that, you know, you're probably still in pain. You probably have had surgery and and um, I'm not here to rile you up, but you, you've just, you know, there was a solicitation for my opinion. And because it wasn't the opinion to her liking, she basically gets a little upset with me again not a big deal um you know i've since seen her and it's not like she brings it up um but it's just i don't know it's just a little so it was a little strange uh the time after and but you know lesson has done similar things in the past so i don't know I don't know what to say. I, I tend to prefer um I do. I, I tend to prefer just appreciating the things that people do for us and not expecting people to be at our waking every moment, every second of the day when I demand that they're there. I think it's um unrealistic and can be very selfish. trying to think of any other recent arguments that was basically the end of that one right i mean i'm i'm curious to know what you guys think about that um yeah i'm just trying to think of any other recent uh little arguments that people can share well you know what let me let me address it's funny i googled the podcast the other day and uh, it's something I hadn't really done, um, frankly, in a very long time. Only because, you know, I, you know, if people write about the podcast, fantastic. I think if people really have um, feedback, questions, comments, criticism, you know, they get in touch with me and I, I address, you know, you know, if you've written the podcast, you know, pretty well. I mean, I, I basically reply to every email that comes in. Um, you know, some people want whispering episodes. Some people want more environmental ambiance, scenic episodes. Some people want me to whisper. Some people want me to speak normally. Some people want background noise when we're doing a meditation. Some people don't. So everyone has an opinion, and I respect that. That's that's precisely why I try to make every episode week in and week out a little different than the one. You know, I, I try to I try to I diversify the episodes within a, a month or two month period so that you know let's say you you really enjoy rambles well you know some people don't necessarily enjoy rambles so i don't want to do rambles every week even though i enjoy personally 
uh, recording rambles more than than probably any other series because I think it's uh, a, a, ch- a very challenging creative effort. Um, you know, one criticism I saw on on uh, I forget the website. It's like an aggregator of podcasts and all that. Um, one person mentioned that I, you know, a few weeks ago, I mean, at this point it was probably a couple months ago, actually, I was uh, pretty sick for, um, probably about, not going to kid you, probably like four weeks, six weeks. And so I, I had to record while I was sick. I, I decided I wasn't going to take a break. I don't think it's fair to you guys. And uh, one of the things that I was really struggling with for a few weeks was uh, my voice. I was having a very hard time um, keeping my breath, basically, and also avoiding my my voice from from going out. It was, um, you know, I was very phlegmy. I I was having, again, a very hard time uh, sort of breathing regularly um, and and. Uh, you know, so in order for me to sort of combat that, a couple episodes, uh, you know, a few episodes, a couple of months ago, I basically was just um, sucking on a lozen- lozenge, lozenge, to try and and keep my voice as close to what I normally sound like as possible. You know, the voice I have right now, like this, is sort of like the best that you can sort of get out of me. Like this is, you know, my normal speaking voice in a quiet, you know, sort of environment. And so, you know, I, I don't like the idea of my voice really varying, uh, from episode to episode. So, you know, anyway, listen, one criticism was, you know, why are you, you know, sucking out a lozenge during the episode? If you're still listening to the podcast, that's why it's because I was sick for four or six weeks and, um, if I hadn't done that, my voice would have come in and out. You would have heard basically the sick in my voice is my opinion, you know, and, and I try to edit the audio so that some, some, some blemishes, some imperfections aren't necessarily, uh, heard because ultimately my goal here is to provide you know, hyper consistent quality episodes week in and week out. Um, you know, I don't have a, a studio in the basement of my LA mansion. I don't have an LA mansion. Um, you know, if you actually saw where I record, uh, which is basically like a glorified, you know, it's basically like a, a spare room that was designed for, you know, like a very small, what do you call it? Like a, like a janitor room or, you know, a room where you store like brooms and all that. It's not very, uh, glamorous, but I make it work. Um, not to say what was me. It's just to say, um, you know, I, 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 I can only, con- you know, what I can control week in and week out is basically the type of content the sound of my voice, the pacing, um, and just the consistency behind it. You know, if one episode you hear there's, you know, 
perfect audio, meaning, you know, it's crisp. You can hear my voice no problem. You know, there's no outside interference. Uh, and then the next episode, if there's a bunch of white noise and all that, then it's not really a pleasant experience and it's not a good experience for anyone. Obviously, I, I will say I was pleasantly surprised at how um, a lot of the comments were positive. Not that I'm surprised by positive comments, but I, I do think, I think you see this uh, in many places. I think people tend to only comment when they have an extreme um, experience with something. And what I mean by that is if you go on Yelp, for example, a lot of reviews are fours and fives had a great experience. And then a lot of other ones are ones and twos. I had a terrible experience when someone has like a three and a half, four star experience, you know, a lot of times they don't feel compelled to want to share. Um, so my point with this is I was pleasantly surprised to see plenty of, um, happy, you know, satisfied listeners. You know, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy that about it. And then, you know, occasionally you have, you know, some listeners that complain about things that, you know, I can understand again, some, I can understand someone being annoyed at, you know, apparently the lozenge was, was, it was one episode in particular. I can remember recording that my voice was pretty much shot. I mean, it was, you know, I was just, and it was an episode that had to come out the day after. I think I had done like three ambiance episodes back to back to back. So, you know, for people that love ambiance, it's great, but a lot of people enjoy the uh, mixing up of like, you know, every, every Monday and Wednesday, uh, there's, there's always a different kind of episode. Um, yeah, fair, fair complaint. You know, I try to, I definitely try to do better. I'd love to know if you're the guy that commented, I think you gave me a two star rating for it about the lozenge episode. Which, I mean, some people are just brutal. <laughs> Come on. Some people are just brutal. Like, at that time, you know, we're, we're you know, 200 plus episodes into the podcast. I mean, I think if you listen to, you know, most of my other content, you'll see it, it's more it's more like this one I'm recording now. You know, the audio is, you know, it, it tends to be pretty straightforward. It tends to be, you know, 20 to 25 minutes. Every now and then I throw in a, a 30 minute episode just for good measure if you know if I'm really on a roll um so yeah it's a little bit harsh to be criticized on maybe one or two episodes where uh yes granted I you know it was bad timing it was bad timing but sometimes you don't have all green lights you know sometimes you don't have your voice available sometimes you don't have uh the time available but somehow you gotta make it work now I'm really just rambling on and on and on and on. So I will end it here. I will end it here. If you guys have any questions, comments, if you want to answer how you would reply to any of the little scuffle, kerfuffles, disagreements I was referring to earlier, you can email the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can check out our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can follow us on the very popular ASMR app, Tingles. When you search for us, just make sure you use the and symbol, like shift five or six or seven or something on your keyboard. If you're listening to the desktop, 
sleep in. I'll ask you tomorrow. Oh. That's it for this episode. Thanks as always for listening. And take care.